Howl the way, Hot Rod! And listen to Caleb and Jim on Lost Light Pod. Welcome to Lost Light Blood and Guts uh, 2023 recap. Special day after recap show. Uh, I'm Jim. This is Caleb. As always, pleasure to be As, here. Uh, yeah. Um, f- for for the listeners who uh, don't live in my house, I I was at Blood and Guts. It came to Boston. We bought tickets before it was officially called Blood and Guts. Uh, there was no way in heck I was going to be able to record a recap immediately afterwards because it was, you know, uh, it was midnight by the time I got home. So, um, and that's that's when I skipped uh, about half a rampage too. So, oh, y'all y'all left early before the yeah. rampage was finished. Yeah. Wow, that went late. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was eleven o'clock. It was after eleven o'clock before Royal Rampage. Just that. Uh, the everybody match uh, was over. So, so yeah, we left before the Chris Statlander and the um, acclaimed match. We were just like, yeah, yeah. we got to get out of here. Okay. Who won the Royal Rampage? Spoil me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Because yeah, maybe later, maybe later okay. we'll, okay. we'll DM. Um, just put me right in my place there, Jim. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, Ian, you, you say one thing. Right. It sounds too much like a spoiler. Ian's going to come come after you with Hellfire because he has everything muted on Twitter. And he doesn't listen to any podcasts uh, unless it's a specific podcast that you don't expect him to listen to. Uh, so, uh, but yeah. Um, incredible. Incredible mini pay-per-view, I call it. Uh, especially being there, um, had had great seats. Um, you know, high enough up that you get to see everything. Yeah, you had great seats. I saw the pic- well. I don't think I saw a picture of the. Did they relocate you very far? Oh no, they didn't. They didn't relocate us. Uh, uh, so just I guess yeah, the the pre pre show uh, we show up. Uh, my wife likes to get there real early. Uh, so we show up, she sits in her seat and she's like, uh, this isn't right. This is like, you know, the, 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 the flat, flap down kind of style seats and hers flapped down and then it kept going down and it basically was like just dumping her on the floor. Uh. So she was like, ah, it's fine. I was like, just act, ask, 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 ask this person. They got nothing else to do. And so they get on the walkie, call it the guy. Guy comes and he's like, oh, what, what, what's happening? What time is this show going to start? I don't know if I'm going to have time. To... Uh, he takes out the seat. Huh. <laughs> he comes back with a different seat. He's like, oh, this one's not the right size. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, goes back. It's another one. Oh, no, this one's not the right size. Comes back with the third one. Oh, oh this was the right size. There are three different sizes of seats. And no tape uh, measures around <laughs> to like confirm this before you. I, he bought. He brought the bad seat with him, uh, so we had just like a a chair with no bottom um, up until uh, right around seven twenty. So about ten minutes before uh, Alex Abrahantes came out and started to to rile up the the crowd, we had a real place for both of us to put our butts. 
Nice. But guy was, you know, very pleasant, you know, wanted to engage a little bit. Uh, oh, what's going on? You know, is, is, is Sting, is Sting, you know, around? Is he still I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, Sting still. I don't know if he's going to be here, but so. Oh, so this guy just works here. He has no, no, not like he's like AW oh, like fan. No. He was just a. He's he's the maintenance guy, so he's just he probably needs to like see everything that ever comes through TD Garden for free. Uh, if he's working the maintenance shift and you know, hang out in the rat, he's yeah, hang out in the rafters kind of guy probably. Just throwing out names like, how about this Ultimate Warrior guy? <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> he seems like he could get the title. Ric Flair, <laughs> Ric Flair. He's <laughs> all you kids are saying. Woo! You must love that Ric Flair. You know who I like? Magnum TA. <laughs> just um well that's good i'm glad i'm glad y'all's uh yeah y'all your seat looks looked great mm-hmm. um yeah I'm, I'm uh yeah let's let's get into this man i want I, we had a we had boots on the ground yeah in the, in the war zone um i guess just uh right off the bat um was didn't didn't really have big screens so usually we do they do throw up a big screen with a what's happening on television, uh, make it easier for you to kind of see when stuff is live to TV and when stuff is, uh, just, you know, for, for people there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't have a big screen because the, uh, the cage was, you know, hanging out at the ceiling, uh, where the big screen goes. Right. So, uh, we didn't, we didn't have that. Uh, they did pull it out for the jank, the big cage match because, uh, it's kind of hard to see what's going on in the cage all the time because the cage cage blocks your view. Uh, but yeah, um, first first match uh, was Jungle Boy, right? Yeah. yeah, Jungle Boy and Hook. His music starts up. Uh, my wife's like, "Yeah!" starts cheering, yeah. and then she's, and she's like, "Oh, oh, wait, 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 boo, boo." <laughs> She's like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot what I was supposed to like. And then, yeah, they just when you know, she's like, "All right, well, I can still like the song even if I hate the guy." Uh, and then they cut it and they go to black. Then they give us the little video package, the little uh, burying, burying the Jungle Boy boots carcass. Uh, and man, the the audience was. Filled with hatred. I, oh. I don't know if that came across uh, on the broadcast, but he was getting booed to high heaven. Uh, I, I to be honest, I, I was I was barely paying attention at the very beginning. <laughs> um, I, did, I I don't care anything about this FTW you know title fight and all, but mm-hmm. I mean I, I was I saw I was I remember like. Jungle Boy's original music plays, and I was like, I thought he wasn't doing that no more. And then, you know, a minute or two later, you get the whatever classical yep, music yep. song. Which, side note, I'm always a fan of classical music as a wrestler's entrance. I don't know mm. why, but I guess Ric Flair's entrance was, yeah, you know, yeah. Macho Man always had a was it Pomp and Circumstance mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. always his. So. Um, I don't like Don Callis's weird music now, which that's not really like classical music. It's just like a, I don't know. It's like a anxiety attack. <laughs> that's what it is. 
but uh yeah um yeah audience to hated jungle boy he you know flipping off the audience engaging in verbal attacks on individual members just yeah every, everybody wanted to see him get uh, destroyed by hook so yeah. uh obviously he uh he ended up taking the ftw bell home and uh yeah we'll see where this where this storyline goes okay um what was next i don't i don't even remember uh um uh did we did we have the 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 brit baker squash match was that that was it that was in there um and then we had the uh, the blind draw tag team finale. Oh, as well. so good. Oh, that M- was MJF, dude. He's incredible. <sighs> I, I I feel like that. That's like one of the biggest things that we've missed by not having a, a dynamite recording recap in the last couple weeks is just that MJF Adam Cole stuff has been incredible. Yeah, I didn't. Like I wasn't in love with it at, at first, right? But man, those guys have some good chemistry. Uh, MJF's hilarious, um, and like no matter what he does, he's hilarious. Even when when he's, even when you you're hating him, he's still like funny. Yeah, he, he's you know he, even when like he's when he's wrestling, he he's very loud with with like his words when he's wrestling. The whole I feel like the whole building can hear when he's mm-hmm. saying stuff. But man, he's it's been so good, and him, their entrances, and he's boom been lining up the boom, <laughs> and uh, I mean even going back a couple weeks ago to the uh, Adam Cole birthday celebration, mm-hmm. and they had the like complete slapstick. <laughs> MJF was trying to push him into the cake and and everything. I've I've enjoyed every bit of this. The the not really promos, but like the pre taped them playing video yeah. games stuff. Oh, God, it's been gold. so good. Uh, yeah, this um, uh, for blood and guts. They had a, a video package at the the Kowloon, uh, which is uh, like a pretty big. Um, what the hell do you call it? Where you get like those drinks out of it's a tiki bar. That's the word I'm looking okay. for. It's like a pre, it's like a huge tiki bar situation out in Saugus, uh, which is a, a suburb of Boston. Like people saw Kowloon the building on the screen and I'm like, yeah, freaking out. Cause it's a weird local thing. Um, yeah. Double clothesline. People, people were chanting double clothesline constantly. They finally hit it and it looked, and it, and it didn't look like goofy double clothesline. It, I mean, uh, what was it? (laughs) I guess Garcia Garcia sold the hell out of it because it looked like they demolished him. Yeah. Uh, Garcia is, I, I, we talked, we've been talking AEW for years now, but, uh, there was a time where Garcia was like really high on for both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Just around the time a technical wrestler, right. And like up and coming. And I think around the time he was, you know, maybe going to join the BCC or, mm-hmm. uh, and, but then he like went with Jericho, but then he, he kind of got lost in the sauce for a little bit just became, you know, henchman number three. Right. Uh, but man, I, he, he's, 
it's the stupid freaking dance, <laughs> humping dance that he does, but it's so funny. It's so funny. And hit him and MJF's like pelvic thrust off that they did last uh, night for a few minutes. It's cracking up. That in the moment for that dance off, it felt so much longer than when I went back. Like it felt like a full like 10 minute segment of this like ridiculous dance off. And then I went back and you know, the video was on Instagram. I was like that, that lasted like 60 seconds. There was all, it was so short, but in the moment, uh, it was just, it was Mm -hmm. great. And Adam Cole, like on camera, you probably couldn't (laughs) see this, but on camera, you know, the hard cam is facing both of them and Adam Cole's in the background. Uh, cause his side of the ring and mm-hmm. he was like covering his eyes or, or doing all this, like <laughs> it, his, 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 he was very animated in his reactions. And like, it was like, he was disappointed in max. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh man. It was so good. Yeah. He uh, had his opportunity to dance and went way, just took it, took it too far. Yeah. Too much, too much pelvic thrust. Um, yeah. And then, you know, the we we knew that these you know the world champion is not going to lose at, mm-hmm. at this stage right uh, but he's definitely going to turn on adam cole and i'm i'm prepared to be heartbroken over it yeah so uh ftr came out after after they won to mm-hmm. tease cuz i guess that that's happening on collision yeah that quick this week. like that's quick that's yeah. a quick turnaround but I guess right, like F- FTR's collision situation. So mm-hmm. you gotta you you wouldn't want them to hang out for a whole week waiting on that. So no, I guess get get them in there. Get that. Yeah. Get well, I mean, they can't do belts. nothing. Is they can't even have them. You know, if it's not like they can even really have a match because you know, I mean, I guess they could and they could lose the titles, but <laughs> you've already set them up. You know. Yeah, you you could do a squash match. It just a, uh, yeah. But what whatever. Uh, better to have, better to strike while the iron is hot with this MJF Adam Cole stuff. Better than you, Bay Bay, selling yeah. shirts. People are loving it. Yeah, and and MJF's actually wrestling. I mean, yeah, regularly, regularly, putting on a show. So um, after that. I mean, blood and guts was long. I don't. It, yeah, it was like a a full hour. Um, you know, people people were looking at their watches and were like, "Wait, the mat, the, the, the cage is coming down right now. Like, this thing's going to be an hour long." Um, you know, uh, did not remember the rules um, for how the blood and guts is supposed to go. And of course, with no announcers, you're like, wait, one person? Okay. Um, oh, and so Claudio comes out first, right? Right. Um, did he come out right before a commercial break? Or was it during a commercial break? Do I think you... he came out right before a commercial break. Okay. I definitely remember his, his music. And I thought at the time they were bringing everyone out and they were all going to mm-hmm. like each team was going to like hang out in their own little area. And ah. then they, like they would announce like all five of the Blackpool combat club, all five of the elite one member from each crew would get into the ring, start the match. And then, you know, 
they would just send a member in when the time, like I didn't realize, I I guess I didn't remember that blood and guts was that way that they would just come out one at a time. One at a, yeah. And then that they, somebody has an advantage. I mean, I remember that somebody had an advantage in the match, but I thought that like both teams would be ringside until Mm. they all got into the cage. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Claudio comes out his music and they just looped his me- they played his song like six times <laughs> while he's standing in the ring taking off his shirt walking around and like this is the weirdest like what is going on uh, again cuz we didn't really know like we didn't have an indication of what was live tv and what was going to be commercial breaks you know what's in picture 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 kind of stuff so that's just a really weird start for it um but man yeah it it was incredible to see it live yeah i gotta say yeah the crowd seemed into it um it's funny i was thinking in this match because kenny comes out first for mm-hmm, the elite mm-hmm. i want to see kenny in a singles match with i mean maybe not yuda but I want to see him in a singles match against Claudio, against Pac mm. again, against Moxley again, and uh, certainly against uh, Takeshita. Yeah. Like, I want to see. Yes. That's just, that's just what I was thinking of for like the first few minutes of the match is like, man, I love this blood and guts and all this stuff, but I want to see Kenny in a singles match versus like all these guys, especially, especially Claudio. I was thinking at the, you know, because they wrestled mm-hmm, for a few mm-hmm, minutes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that we right we had what like 3 4 weeks of just solo Kenny with Don Callis. Mm-hmm. It was great time. But I get it. He's 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 part of the elite. So kind of kind of elite it up. Yeah, uh and like the Bucks are kind of wearing on me, not wearing mm-hmm. on me, but just I'm not as high on the bucks as I am like Kenny right now. Kenny's been knocking out of the park. I mean, he's Kenny's great, but he's been on a tear like the last couple months. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the cage match with Moxley a couple weeks back, you know, uh, obviously the Osprey match. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's been a few others, but he, he's been on a tear and, um, what did you think? So this was this was your first. We'll, we'll just, I guess, we'll just skip to the end. But what, what did you, what did you think of Abushi? I don't think I don't know if you've ever seen Abushi. We watched a little bit of New Japan for the pod. I don't remember if Abushi was on that card or not. I think I've seen a little bit of him. I I honestly could not get uh, a feel for much of what what he was up to. In the ring. So, you know, we, we've talked about this before when we you have the dynamite events and there's like things happening at the same time. And even watching on TV, it's it's sort of difficult to, to follow. Hmm. Try that in real life. It is like, especially when somebody's not in the cage, you got two rings. So you're immediately there's two different things happening. Mm hmm. 
if there are multiple people doing things in one ring, then you got three things. If somebody's on top of the cage, that's a whole nother thing you're watching. People are hanging out at the tunnel. That's an, this is just so difficult to figure out what you're supposed to watch if stuff's happening. Uh, that yeah, it really comes down to how well they're coordinating with each other to make sure that like, all right, well, if we're going to, you know, have a specific thing, we've got a, a bed of nails that we're going to do a thing. Like everybody else stop, stop what you're doing. Mm. Cause this is where people need to focus. Um, so yeah, honestly, I did not, I didn't get a feel for what, what he was up to. Uh, I gotta say, I, you know, I've seen Ibushi before. He didn't seem like Kota Ibushi used to be like ripped. I'm not saying mm. he was a small guy, but he just, he didn't seem like as cut as I remember. Like, like he was in, I've seen him in better shape is what okay. it seemed like. So I don't know, you know, I know he, he had a pretty serious injury a couple years ago. Hasn't wrestled much since. So I don't know if it's just that ring, you know, ring shape, whatever. But that was yeah. that was my first thought when he walked out. I was like, Bushi, you look a little, <laughs> a little flabby, buddy. Um, but and then like so Abushi's thing is he's like a trained like I, I think he even did like MMA okay. for a time. So he's like legit fighter. And so that that his little like, you know, punches and, and chops and all like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he can like really lay him in there if he wants to. And that's that. And then he's also like a crazy man, like not really like blood and guts isn't type of like I would say Bushi's like type of match, but he'll do some like crazy moves, you know, top rope German suplexes and, and crazy stuff like that, mm. you know, crazy uh, moonsaults and stuff. But like, I've never I don't know if I've ever seen him in like a, you know, like a barbed wire thumbtack right. match. Um. They also saved him for late or for, for last. So, you know, I guess to get the big, big pop, but you didn't get, you know, him for an hour in the ring. Right. You know, like some of the other guys. But I, I, I liked the story that they told with uh, the BCC, like basically falling apart because they <laughs> they have a couple people there teaming with them that weren't really right members. Um, sorry. With, yeah, with Takeshita being Pac. officially part of the Don Callis family and, and Pack being just sort of a hired gun. Right. Having so, so them. Pack and uh, Claudio's kind of, I guess, not really being on the same page, leading to kind of animosity, which mm-hmm. actually led to, I guess, today they announced um, he's going to be challenging Claudio at the next ring of honor uh, uh, pay-per-view, which okay. I think is like, like, if it's not this weekend, it's like next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it was supposed to be Kingston, but Kingston, um, I don't know if there was injuries that delayed it or whatever, but Kingston's over in Japan for the, the G one climax in new Japan. All right. So, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Um, what highlights um being there uh i think again i don't know how, how if, if this came across to the television uh at one point everybody just started chanting we want tables we want tables 
And that's when I think it was Nick uh, went and got a table and put it in the ring. And it was like, it, it was still way earlier than they needed the table for the table spot. Mm-hmm. But it was like, all right, all right, people in the audience, you want a table? We'll give you a table. Right. And then when the table came out, people started chanting, we want fire. <laughs> it's like, if it worked one time, right. let's try it again. Uh, obviously, that did not work. There was no fire involved. Yeah, I, I will say, uh, at watching it on TV, I, I know you had a good time. It, this, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good as Blood and Guts last year with Kingston mm. coming out with the freaking, you know, blood all over his face and coming out with the dang... Um, I think oh. of gasoline. You know? Yeah. And, and, and like all the, the, the climax happening on top of the cage mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it, I, I definitely thought that was better. This, this one was just okay. And I, I thought the ending was kind of, kind of weak. Moxley. Yeah, it was, it was, um, especially in person, it was super messy. It didn't, just it like... didn't play any better on TV. Uh, it was Ugh. kind of confusing. Uh, the, the announcers had to, had to pull their weight to with the explaining versus just the story being told in the ring, you know, uh, yeah. it was, it, I didn't maybe, I mean, maybe other people, I didn't realize that Moxley was surrendering until they told me by the, you know, <laughs> the announcers. So I, mean, I couldn't tell what was going on. <sighs> also, it, like, if, I mean, if you think, if you scratch the surface of this Moxley surrendered, because of Yuta? Like Yuta's their like do boy, you know, they're like yeah. their punching bag. So like I mean, I guess that's that's story development. The Blackpool Combat Club is a brotherhood, you know, or whatever. They mm-hmm, care about each mm-hmm. other. Doesn't you know, that doesn't like doesn't really track. Like these guys are like bloodthirsty, would, you know, would choke their mother out, you know, if she was <laughs> across the ring from them. But yeah, no, you know, I mean but whatever drink, they drink blood or, or whatever the death jitsu right it's yeah. all the whatever yeah you're not you should be okay with sacrificing one of your own especially yuda yuda's the, <laughs> the the young boy of the group like okay but i mean i guess it, it, it that was better than them choking out like pack or takeshita they really wouldn't care about either one of those two yeah you know? yeah i guess you happen to get one of the three Blackpool Combat Club members, so. and you, yeah, you get you got, um, yeah, uh, yeah the 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 top of the the ring stuff, yeah, it was it was pretty weak. Mm. Um, obviously, it's it's more fun when you're there in person and you're everybody just chanting, "Please don't die," uh, but. Yeah, it's like just a couple moves up there, and and then you just like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah, and then the the raining thumbtacks was a cool little situation, but it was a cool situation. Um, yeah, my wife was like, "What's he doing up there? What's going on? Is there a trap door? Is he gonna is he gonna like jump through a trap door in the top of the cage and like clobber people and save the day?" No, no. I w- I will say AEW needs to figure out something between those two rings. 
Mm-hmm. Th- that just that little space in between the two when they have to step in between the like put something down there where they don't there's not an open hole right there <laughs> that they have to be extremely cautious climbing over you know just put a run a, run a piece of plywood right through there guys you know, <laughs> something for them to step on but anyway that's that that's always bugged me with uh blood and guts but yeah i mean i think that's pretty much the match there right mm-hmm um, yeah, uh, again, I, you know, what, what, what I assume this wasn't on TV cause it happened mic'd, uh, but afterwards there was a moment of, uh, Kenny Omega, like, ah, oh, so much respect for you, my brothers, give me a handshake. Right. Um, I, I, did that make it to TV? Not, no, not, not last night. I saw, I saw a clip of it online. Okay. Um, but, and, and like red. I saw the, I saw a clip, but it also the article I was reading had the uh, the transcription of what he was saying. Basically, yeah. like you know, we could fight forever, but I've found a new newfound respect for you guys. So if you all want to keep going, we can go. But otherwise, you know, <laughs> we're just gonna shake hands, shake shake hands tonight. Yeah, here's here's the thing. You know, so. we just choked you out, and you, <laughs> you know, you surrendered. So we wouldn't kill your friend, but you know, shake, shake, shake hands. Yeah. So, um, but, and, and the, the main point of the article that I read was, uh, you know, Kenny, mm-hmm. the, the article was saying that Kenny, like Kenny teased the him and the Bucks staying in AEW, but it also could be interpreted that they're, they're leaving AEW. you know? I mean, cause he was like, yeah. I'm going to go wherever these guys go. Yep, you're right. That was that was part of his, yeah, his closing remarks there. Because like both the Bucks and Omega's contract is supposed to be up sometime between now and the end of the year, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I read some stuff. Um, I mean, it doesn't matter, but uh, Conan from Triple uh, A from AAA. Um, the the lucha libre pr- promotion yeah yeah he's you know conan's kind of a kind of a, a name but he he said something on a podcast recently it's an article that i, I read but uh that he thinks the young bucks are, are going to wwe based on their attitude and their their uh you know their their body language and their backstage you know the the way they hmm. so it was just a quick article that i, I read but that's just f- fuel to the fire of you know the basically the Bucks are unhappy in AEW. He thinks they're on their he thinks they're on their way to to WWE. So this Kenny thing, you know, just, just yeah. more fuel to that fire. But you know, that, we we had that same song and dance for Malachi Black. We had right. the same song and dance for Andrade. Oh, they're leave, he's they're hap, they're unhappy. They they're they need they're leaving. They're picking up and going somewhere else and clearly none of that panned out so it's like all right i mean wwe's killing it right now they've they're they're really doing good but they still have like you have way more creative you know control in AEW. Mm -hmm. you know and at the like it's all well and good right now but that endeavor deal hasn't even really like started up yet uh when that whole thing the merger like, oh, the merger. Yeah. 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 The merger with WWE and, and whoever else they were merging with. But uh, like that's supposed to be getting going in the next couple months. And like I've read stuff that 
WWE talent is still wor- is worried what that's going to mean because Vince McMahon yeah. is going to be in charge of all of that. So like he might be kind of hands off right now, but like they're worried in the future. So if I'm, if I'm a professional wrestler, like that's definitely on my mind, you know, yeah. like yeah. It, it might seem like the grass is really greener right now, but you know. Yeah. And you look at like the, the Saudi stuff and just like, where it's like, really, this is like what we're, this, this is like where Vince McMahon kind of sees the future of WWE is these like weird matches and the like the the women in full sleeves and everything. It's just like it's very, it, it just feels limiting, yeah. right? And and that's sort of what AEW is always. Uh, kind of tried to be the opposite of right you feel free to go do the indies go be be on gcw and get uh you know uh skewers jabbed into your skull on your off day and you know spend your evenings on twitch and do whatever the hell you want and and don't don't represent the brand poorly and do whatever do whatever you feel like and keep your money yeah, and, and like it's like a known thing with Vince McMahon, like people that especially like back in the WCW days and stuff, mm-hmm. when WCW folded and they bought WCW, nobody that was like big time WCW guy that brought that like got brought over, nobody did well. Like Goldberg had like a small push. Uh, you know, like mm. Booker T was like the champion of WCW at the time. Like had a, I mean, they did okay, but they weren't like. It's not like Vincent Man shown. He's not like bringing the young bucks in and putting, you know, putting them in the main event. Like Cody was kind of the exception, but even still, what has Cody done? Like, it's not like they gave him the championship right away. You know, Cody's been there for over a year, still hasn't won. You know, a belt. I mean, he's yeah, he's been prominently but, featured, and and yeah. he he missed a lot of time with injury. But, you know, like Cody's kind of the exception. I, I would still be really leery if I was like, maybe, yeah. maybe Kenny. Kenny might be, you know, one that Vince just couldn't not, you know, if he signed. Hmm. But I would be real. I would be real leery if I was those guys, because, I mean, you're going to be, you know, mid card. Yeah, I yeah. think. Well, and there's just like tag teams, right? Like WWE has not done tag teams really well for years. No. And somebody like the Young Bucks who are like that's that's what they do. They I don't know I don't know they, they do singles very rarely but like tag teams is it's what they do and they do it well and they you know AEW right now is where you go. It's it started out that way and it's still that way of like yeah, you want a good tag team match? That's where you go. And I'm sure that's one of the reasons that FTR moved moved over because it's like, yeah, or do we like tag teams? So this is this is where that happens. Yeah, no, the, there's definitely not an emphasis on tag teams and like there's some good tag teams in WWE, mm-hmm. but like outside of the Usos, which is you know super popular bloodline and stuff. But outside of that, mm-hmm. like the tag team champs right now are not a tag team; they're two singles wrestlers that have been put mm-hmm. together. I mean, and I guess if you're the Bucks and you come in, like, yeah, you, the Usos, Usos versus the Young Bucks would be a big time match, 
matchup that they would definitely milk for as much as they could get. Right. But once you're done with that, after those three, four, six months <laughs> that you food with those, you got nothing. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I don't think they're going anywhere, especially them talking about it. I think it would be like teasing like this. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's, I think they've already signed new contracts and, and everything. So yeah, we'll see. Trying to, Trying to trying to work us, trying to work us into a shoot, brother. Right. Yep, get worked into a shoot, brother. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're done with blood and guts and everything, but there's there's something I want to say. Have you been watching Collision? I have been, yes, dude. I I I love Collision, and way better than Dynamite right now, at least for the last four weeks or so. Okay, I love okay. the, I love the aesthetic of the show, the colors, mm-hmm. everything. I love the. Obviously, the the theme song. Um, I love the promos they do right at the beginning. Oh, those beginning promos are they're so great. And like one time, they did a couple different promos, and then Punk was the last one, and he was like, "I'm going to tell you about it right now." And then he walked out in the same clothes, <laughs> straight to the ring, and I was like, "That's that's freaking genius! I love that." You know, I'm. Uh, it just, it's, it's like a throwback to the eighties and nineties, but in a good way, not in like mm-hmm, a, mm-hmm. like just, just right. Um, and I love their roster. Like if you take the dynamite roster, this was a hard one because it was, uh, you know, this, this, this show was all blood and guts. But if you take the guys that are on dynamite, the elite Blackpool combat club, I like all those guys. Mm-hmm. But after that, you know, it, it kind of gets, Hit or, I mean, MJF and Adam Cole. But a- after that, it kind of can be hit or miss. The collision right. roster, I'm loving right now. Um, I mean, obviously, Punk, FTR, yep. the Bullet Club Gold with Jay White and uh, Juice Robinson, House of Black, Miro. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then, you know, Wardlow and, and Luchasaurus and, and Christian. And I'm sure there's more I'm, I'm leaving off, but like those oh, Andrade, those featured players on collision. I really like what they're doing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think that's, that's part of like, it's a new, it's the new thing. It's in the tough time spot. So you're gonna, you're gonna put some extra emphasis onto that product. You're gonna put some more effort into it. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not terribly shocked, but but you're totally right. That 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 intro stuff of just like, yeah, the, the, the first the, two minutes of Collision is. These are the people perfect. that are gonna gonna be on. This is them just like cutting a quick, quick thing, and then yeah, you're into the show. Yeah, and it's it's like so 80s because they're sitting in the locker room. I mean, it, <laughs> the only thing they could do to make it more is like resurrect Mean Gene Okerlund and have mm-hmm. him sitting there, you know, doing the interview. But other than that, like, it's so good. And, the, and, the, and that song, God, like, I don't want them to be on Saturday nights. I wish they were on Thursday night or Tuesday or Monday. But that song, you couldn't do that song on any of the other days, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really like it. Like I said, I mean, I've told you before, I don't think it's going to do terrific. I don't think mm-hmm. it's, you know, Saturday night show, but 
man, they're tr- they're they're trying. They tried everything. I love yeah. the, I love the look of it. I don't love the one thing I don't love is I don't love the announcers. I think the yeah. announcers are kind of weak. Well, yeah, there's there's some. It's it's just like. Well, they just need to find their footing with each other. You could tell that like Taz and, and Excalibur have been doing this for a couple years now together. Right. These and other they, two. Yeah. And they had like all that uh, AEW dark, right? Where right. it was just like them just riffing off each other. And it was some some great stuff on that the dark with uh, Taz. and But. So, you know, that sort of just builds the rapport and, and makes them that much better when it comes to broadcast. And yeah, the other guys, th- there's also something about like them being on the floor. Uh, I don't know. Th- there was a moment where they were talking about the cowboy hat uh, some when they were in Canada. And I was like, what? No, like, yeah. the camera's not even on you. And you're talking about wearing hats. It's like, where do you No. You, this feels, this feels like rookie stuff. Yeah. Um, I like Nigel McGinnis and they had a different other guy this past one because Kevin Kelly, who also does new Japan, uh, Mm -hmm. English commentary. I'm guessing he's, he's over in Japan for a a couple weeks or whatever, but, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I kind of, I, I, I bad mouth them recently, but I think it would have done well for them to put Jr on you know the broadcast mm. of collision at least at least for a while like you said new new product you're trying to get as many eyes on it as possible jr is the voice of wrestling for the last you know 40 years so i i, th- I think jr would have would have done well but we'll give yeah, these guys spe- a chance especially if they were going for that old school vibe right um to mm, missed opportunity right there yeah tony call me or Maybe just JR. Use, use the idea I just gave you for free. <laughs> Maybe Jar said, uh, "Yeah, I'm not working Saturday nights." <laughs> Maybe it's like, that's football do you, time. Do you know how old I am? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just wanted to, to, you know, good job on. Uh, and it's not even like punk, Punk's been doing okay, but really, it's been mm-hmm. the Bullet Club Gold and FTR that's been carrying that show for for me the last mm, couple. Of weeks. Yeah. But. I mean, Punk's been doing a great, great work in the like giving the crowd what they want. Yeah, right. It, when when the the crowd is like starting to turn on him, he he leans heavy, heavy heel, and it it's yeah he he's great in that aspect of just making sure that that crowd is is along for the ride. I I believe I I don't know if Dynamite has as well. But I th- I think both of them. I think they've been in Canada for like a while now, right? They they've been doing. Yeah. They've all been doing the. And so, obviously, I th- I think Punk gets a little love in Canada because he's you know he's been all over Bret Hart's nuts, you know, forever. <laughs> so I think he. Uh, well, it'll it'll be interesting to see how the the states outside of Chicago. Uh, right. start, or start reacting to him because he he was definitely like persona non grata uh, by AEW by most of AEW's fans for yeah. when he was out, and so now we'll see. 
but all right all right caleb we're, yep. we're running low on time but uh as long as we're doing the rounds rampage is is that just throwaway at this point i don't watch rampage <laughs> there was there was talk that rampage would basically replace dark and that um that would be like yeah like i guess closer to the the NXT situation in the WWE world right where you'd have your young up and coming talent um and yeah and rampage just isn't it's not doing much it's hanging out it's in its time slot it's late at night, so I don't know who's watching it live. Yeah, I mean, I think Rampage is just what it is right now. It's going to be the leftovers, the mm-hmm. whoever, you know, you know, whatever uh, female wrestlers didn't get a chance to do it on, you know, didn't get a chance to have mm-hmm. a match on Dynamite, you know, Dark Order and some of these other guys, best friends, some of these other mm-hmm. guys that aren't getting on TV regularly on Dynamite, they'll at least they'll have a chance to still get TV time because that's the one difference between rampage and dark is, you know, it's on national television, even though yeah, it is late. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, better expo- if, if you're on rampage, you're doing better than you were doing if you're on dark. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's going to be like the dregs, the leftovers of, you know, yeah. And I mean, even with this dark order stuff, which is kind of interesting to me, I'm not tuning into Friday nights, you know, yeah, you don't need any anything important's going to bubble up. Right. I'll I'll find a clip of it on the internet. Yeah. So. All right, Caleb. Well, it has been a pleasure. Yep. Uh, Till uh, all are one. Till all are one.